In today's episode, we will see how do we manage ML models in production. And also we'll have a look at how AWS makes this task easy. Hello and welcome to all our listeners uh, to another episode of Talking AWS with Data Science. Today we've got an interesting episode for you. We are going to talk about how machine learning models are going to be managed in production. So keep listening. Did you know that 95% of machine learning models fail in production? Whereas uh, we've been developing software since decade and that's not the case with software programming. If you write a code in Java or C++, it's pretty much expected to work. There'll be bugs, but it's not like you're going to recall the entire code that you've written. So Deepthi, tell me what is the difference of uh, managing a machine learning model in production versus normal code? Well, Kali, first let's understand what's the difference between a normal code and then an ML model. So if you look at a normal code, what is it? It is a set of statements, basically a rule-based one, right? So uh, there's nothing more the code is learning from. But when you look at ML models, it's like a brain which is evolving. It is learning. The, it is learning from the training data. And typically, when there is a small change or a bias in the training data, then the model gets confused. It's just like a human, right? It sees something new and then it gets confused. Like, uh, just to give you an example, for example, you are developing a model in which you are using temperature as a feature and you have developed the whole model taking this temperature as a feature in degree centigrade. You go deploy this model in US, but in US, you know, the temperature is measured in degrees Fahrenheit. And then what happens? The model is confused. Model just takes numbers and then it delivers your predictions. So there's a bias. There's a drift in the model, right? So that is what is the gets the complexity while deploying ML models. Yeah, so there you go. That's 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 a different, right? And drift is the word. So when we also talk about machine learning models in production, it will also lead to many kinds of drifts. Uh, for example, there is data drift and there is uh, feature drift, there is label drift or there is prediction drift. So it's not as easy as writing code and then expecting to work because the data that's coming as an input to these models might not exactly be like the data that you have trained your model on. I'll give one more example. Let's talk about ServiceNow, right? So we built an NLP model to classify tickets based on ServiceNow. Now, suddenly there might be a new team which is coming, uh, which is also added to ServiceNow. So that's not been trained on, right? So there's a new label which has been added uh, saying that all tickets which uh, are talking about a particular AWS service, please direct it to this team. So that's a label drift. Uh, that's not what the model has been trained on. And then the predictions will slowly start going haywire when a new team is added to ServiceNow. That's, that's uh, one example. So what do we do to avoid situations like this? How do we prepare it? So you start monitoring your model. Okay, so let me explain what do you mean by monitoring? See, 
while training your model you must have started using many features right n number of features and then you need to go and uh, monitor each of these features whether they are in a right mode whether the training data and the data which is coming the inference data for prediction are in a right manner let me explain it a bit more like how do i go and monitor these features so generally what happens in uh, uh, ml model deployment is you define your baselines so what is a baseline baseline basically is a benchmark which you define saying that hey look if the model is crossing this benchmark maybe either way then there needs to be an alarm raise saying that there needs to be some kind of human intervention to modify the model okay so now how do i do these baselines how do i define these baselines for instance when we are talking about model training and features in the model training you will have uh, numeric features you will have categorical features right so when i'm talking about numerical features what are the kind of baselines which i can define those could be your simple statistics like you can have your average as one of the statistic you could have uh, the minimum value the maximum value so the moment your model sees that in this particular feature the average is drifting or the average is moving away from the baseline what you have set that is when the model raises an alarm so it is with your minimum or the maximum values so for each features which you have defined you have to start monitoring it like for example if we talk about categorical values so the number of categorical values might be important because for instance you are training your model where you have a categorical feature and it has only three values in it but there's some new fourth value or fifth value coming in so of course the model will not be able to infer anything from it and then as you said kali it will just deviate from the right predictions right so this could be one of the way or one of the baseline which you could start monitoring your model and along with baselines there are also constraints now what are constraints for example if uh, Uh, you are training a model where age is a feature okay and age you know is an integer right but just imagine while inputting the data someone has input the data as 37.0 instead of 37 right that's a float so there's again a small deviation it becomes a float the model is not supposed to accept float for age that is how you train your model right so this is the way you go around each of your features and start defining your baselines and constraints so that if the inference data coming in is within these limits only then the model is going to predict otherwise it is going to raise an alarm for a human to take an action okay so this is with the data drift now coming to the model drift again we can define with respect to your accuracy metrics so if you are doing a classification problem basically i say if my accuracy is going below 85% i need to take an action so that is where again the baseline is defined so while defining the baseline i think it is very important to have a domain knowledge and it all depends on the problem you are solving Yeah so if you go back to the example that you gave right uh, with respect to the fahrenheit and centigrade so if you are developing a machine learning up, uh, application which uses the weather data so which means i have given the india weather data in uh, in terms of centigrade so for us uh, summer means 40 degrees and uh, 42 degrees so that's a big number for us so the machine learning learns on it and for it the median can be somewhere between 20 Uh, uh 25 somewhere right because the temperature varies at the max between 20 degrees to 40 degrees 
but if you take the same model and then uh, somebody pushes it to the us environment there the median or uh, mean could be completely different it could be somewhere around 50s or 60s because uh, 70s is is where uh, it, it starts getting hot so that is the drift uh, that is a drift which is uh, happening with respect to your training data and the data in which your machine learning actually is being used so similarly uh, let's say while training your data you had certain values which you took it for granted saying that these values would be present but tomorrow in real time application they might make the fields which are coming as input as non mandatory which means there could be a lot of missing values or missing data which is coming in as an input to your machine learning model so what happens your model gets confused because it was trained on these values uh, which were not missing in the training data but eventually in your inference data these values are missing so that is the uh, measure that we are doing when we are running a model in production is just trying to observe what has changed since the time you have trained and then it will kind of the metrics would help you think is it the time that i go ahead and retrain my model because most of my predictions are going wrong so that is the process which is called as uh, monitoring your machine learning models in production now let's hear about how aws makes it simple because there are a lot of outsourcing uh, open source tools which can be used in order to monitor a model in production but as you know aws makes a lot of things simpler so let's hear out how aws helps us in monitoring your models yeah ideally if it is without aws again you have a lot of code to be written you'll have to use some open source libraries and then uh there are libraries like uh, mlflow or something which will help you to monitor your model from time to time but of course again aws comes in and uh, you know makes your life easy so that is where sagemaker model monitor steps in so this as a model monitor class which enables you to capture your data so basically your training data and this is where it creates uh, a baseline processing job for you and stores all the baselines in a s3 bucket yeah so after your baseline results are stored in s3 bucket we are going to build the model and host it as an endpoint so this model endpoint is going to be used by applications and applications are going to send in input data for a prediction so what uh, the sagemaker model monitor does is it also has a data capture option wherein you could capture all the input data that's coming in and put it in s3 bucket all the predictions that are made that also put in s3 bucket so now if you observe your model baseline is stored in s3 bucket your input data which is coming to the model that's stored in s3 bucket your predictions are stored in s3 bucket so with all of these data in multiple s3 buckets ultimately what you could do is you could do a scheduling job so let's say once in a month or once in a week i would want to understand how my model is performing compared to the baseline now when all the data lies in multiple s3 buckets what you could do you could plug in something like a, a quicksight or a grafana uh, or cloudwatch metrics and then observe what is the difference between what's coming in as an input versus what the baseline was so thereby you'll know how your model has been performing or degrading day by day so that's exactly you uh, you would know if your model performance has been more than 60% 70% or 
or if it is if you are lucky enough it is going to perform extremely well exactly for the way that you have been trained the model so that is how you will detect the health of your uh, machine learning model in production so as a final point dipti is there is there anything that you would like to add what else would you do i mean at one point would you realize that you need to go ahead and retrain a model anything that you'd like to add yeah i would just say that it is very important for us to understand when to retrain your model because training a model too often will become a very expensive issue right and uh, on the other side if you are not retraining your model when it is actually required then your predictions or the whole purpose of using your ml model in an application goes waste with this i wish all data scientists around the world good luck to deploy their ml models and i hope uh most of your ml models don't fit into this 95% of failure zone yeah so with this i'm signing off for today bye bye